0: Clap in your hands for Jesus. Clap in your hands for Jesus. Celebrate Jesus with a clap offering. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Somebody celebrate him with a clap. Celebrate him with a clap. Celebrate with him with a clap. Celebrate Jesus with a clap. Somebody lift your voice. Shout a big hallelujah. Amen. God bless you all those who you defy the weather to be here. Yeah. Oh, I said you defy the weather to be here. God bless you. And some of you don't have cars, and yet, you know, in my area, since around 1 a.m it started raining and you know but tell somebody you've made it yeah and tell the person you will never be left out in any blessing there is no blessing that you will ever be left out yeah there is no blessing that you'll be left out somebody shout a big amen there is only
1: one it's on
0: the screen it's on the screen so pick it up
1: there one day. from the top. We all do
0: it. Let's put our hands together. Let's rise to our feet. Let's sing it together. Just one time quickly and then we get into the word. Let's all please rise. Sing it with meaning and understanding.
1: There is only one
0: name. Let's all sing it.
1: There is only one name.
0: your hands and let that atmosphere shift around you. Your atmosphere is shifting this morning. I said your atmosphere is shifting. It's shifting. Something is shifting in the spirit. Something is shifting in the spirit. The atmosphere around you is shifting. Chains are breaking. Chains are breaking. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody celebrate Jesus. Clap your hands and shout a big hallelujah. Lift up your Bibles with me. Take out your Bible. Say, This is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what He says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. By this word, I break yokes. By this word, barriers are breaking. In Jesus' name. Say, next time I'll bring my Bible. (laughs) Say it, say it, say it, all of you. Say, next time I'll bring my Bible. You you have a Bible, you have a Bible. Where's your Bible? Where's your Bible? Next week I will inspect your Bibles. All right. All right, God bless you. Please be seated. Glory to Jesus. Now, um, so from last week Sunday, we began our fasting and prayer. And our theme has been breaking barriers. I'm trusting God this morning in the next few minutes to um, take my time systematically and deal with this subject to the point time allows me. And then trusting that in the second service, we should be able to pick it up from wherever I stop in this first service. Now, we have been doing a lot of praying to break barriers and in the course of the prayer times when I've had the opportunity to lead the prayer, I've used a little bit of my time to give you an inkling into what God is leading us to do. So we defined what a barrier is. And for those of you who have to write, please take note. I would move a bit fast because there are some few grounds I need to cover before the second service. So barriers... Or a barrier is an obstacle or fence that prevents movement or access. If somebody is by the screen, put it up there so that they can, it can help to write. They can help, uh, it can help them to write. Yeah. An obstacle or fence that prevents movement or access. That is a barrier. That is a barrier. Let me go over it again a third time a barrier is an obstacle or a fence that prevents movement or access. Another definition expands it by saying that a barrier is a circumstance or event or obstacle that keeps people or things apart or prevents communication or progress. All right, just take the first one back. This one helps to bring it home that it is a circumstance an event or obstacle a that keeps people or things apart so anything that any circumstance any event anything any obstacle that keeps you apart all right is a barrier so this thing, if this thing makes it impossible for me to reach Reverend Pani, if there is an event happening here, if there is a circumstance, if there is anything happening that prevents me from getting over to where Reverend Pani is, it may not be a physical barrier like a wall or something, as the first definition says, but this time it is using circumstances and events that prevent a person from... So that one could also be a barrier. All right. So, for example, I love you. You love me. Let's say two people in love, but there could be an event that prevents our love from becoming real. It could either be a fight, it could either be parental disagreement. So, it is, it is not a, a, a war, but it is a circumstance, an event that is preventing us from having what we want to have. Please, are you here with me? All right. So, we would, if time permits, look at some examples, biblical examples of barriers and how they broke them. We will look at the man, Abraham. We will look at Reuben. We will look at a man called Job in the Bible. We will look at Achan, just to mention a few. But this morning, I I trust that in the first service, we will be able to do Reuben. Because it's very, very important. We will be able to look at the story of Reuben. There are two scriptures or three scriptures I quoted in the course of the week. Number one is Zechariah chapter one, verse eighteen. Zechariah one eighteen, and I think last two weeks too I dealt with that scripture. But it's a classic explanation or definition, or gives us a class classic inkling into what demonic barriers are. Zechariah one eighteen, on the screen, please. It says, "Then lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold." four horns and I said unto the angel that talked with me what are these and he answered me these are the horns which have scattered Judah Israel and Jerusalem verse 20 and the Lord showed me four carpenters then said I what have these come to do and he spake, saying these are the horns which have scattered Judah so that no man did lift up his head but these have come to fray them to cast out the horns of the gentiles which lifted up their horns over the land of Judah to scatter it. So, in the scripture, the prophet, his eyes was open and he saw certain elements. He saw horns. And the angel that was speaking with him said to him, that these horns you are seeing, they have an assignment. The assignment of these horns is to make sure that in Israel, Judah, and Jerusalem. Israel, Judah, and Jerusalem. Now, later on, I will talk about this, but it deals with, also makes us understand that horns or these spirits are territorial in nature. They don't just move around everywhere. That is why your problem will not be the same as somebody's problem. Depending on where you come from, depending on who even gave birth to you, depending on where you live and all of that, sometimes you deal with issues that others may not deal with. So sometimes when you come to church and some people they pray like they are playing. You, you need to concentrate and look at your own life and deal with your own issues. If somebody understand what I'm talking about. Because the prophet said that the horns he saw or the spirits he saw were assigned to Israel, Judah and Jerusalem. Their purpose was to make sure that among these territories or within these territories nobody should be able to lift up his head. Now that word lift up your head is figurative. It doesn't mean physical like they were all bowed. No. It means that nobody will be able to stand out. Nobody will be able to do well. So as long as you are within this territory, until you gain dominion, until you attract God's mercy to be able to break out, no matter what your efforts are, your effort will not be enough to help you to lift up your head. But thanks be to God, he said, four carpenters showed up. And the angel said to him, These carpenters or these anointed men were come to uproot or to destroy the horns of the Gentiles. This morning I came to speak over your life. Every horn that is making it impossible for you, it shall be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Say that amen well. I said it shall be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. The other scripture we dealt with in the course of the week was Job chapter 19 and verse 8. Job 19 verse 8. Job 19 verse 8. Job said, He has fenced up my way. Or he has put impediments. He has put barriers in my way. So that I cannot pass. What is the purpose of a fence? A fence. You know what a fence is? Like this one, the wall. What is the purpose? Yeah. It keeps friends within or loved ones within and it keeps enemies away. In fact, the reason why in Africa we do fence, we don't only do fence. You can see there's wire on it. And apart from the wire, we put electricity inside it. It's because it's to make sure that the enemy cannot have easy passage. And Job was saying that he has fenced up my way. He didn't say he has fenced up my house my way so sometimes you could be living life but your way could be fenced yet the first way he didn't say he has fenced my way my my house no he says my way so not everybody moving up and down is unfenced Sometimes you could be moving. You could be going. You could be having activity. You could be going to Accra. Come back. Going here. Come back. But spiritually, a person's way, a person's life could be fenced. And when your life or your way is fenced around, my brother, (laughs) it can be tough. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. This morning, every fence Spiritual fences. We commanded to break down in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, and he has set darkness in my path. So all these things, he's referring to barriers, limitations. He's referring to obstacles. Something that makes it impossible for me to reach my destination. And sometimes you will even reach your destination, but you reach there late. Sometimes you can reach your destination, but you reach there late. May you arrive on time. If you said amen, that will be your portion. I said you shall arrive on time. Your marriage shall arrive on time. Your blessing shall arrive on time. Your childbirth will arrive on time. Your finances will arrive on time. You will never be late in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody lift up your hand and shout, I will arrive on time. Look at your neighbor and tell the person, I am on time. I am on time. Come on, tell somebody, I am on time. I am on time. I am on time. I am on time. Amen? Now, for you to understand what I'm talking about, one day, I was having a conversation with somebody and he was telling me all the things he doesn't eat. He doesn't eat salt. He doesn't eat pepper. He doesn't eat uh, meat. He doesn't eat this. He doesn't eat that. It's not like he doesn't like it. Though. But they say he should eat. Now that I've had small that I could chop. Huh? I know there are some of you here like that. You don't eat too so many things. Lord have mercy on you. After the fasting, Mary, Mary, and Chinamma. Tell somebody your blessing must arrive on time. Yeah so at 70 years you built a story building that's a blessing isn't it oh come on talk to me 70 years you built a story building isn't that a blessing ah, it's a blessing 70 years you built a story building 75 80 65 you built a story building good blessing blessing but you won't climb up so the blessing came but it could have come on time i pray in the name of jesus Anything God will give you, may he not give you when it is too late. Please, I don't know why you sound like this, but I said, anything that you must have in life, may it not arrive in your life too late in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand and shout, my blessing will arrive on time. So Job said, he has fenced up my way so that I shall not pass. Now, there are deep barriers I mentioned. There are four or five categories of barriers I mentioned. Number one, I said there are barriers called averageness. There is a barrier called average. A man wrote a book called The Enemy Called Average. That is the title of the book. When anywhere you see that book, buy it. The Enemy Called Average. Now, this thing called average is one of the devil's major tricks against a lot of Christians. It's a major... It, I call it major, it is a major ploy of the devil to deny a lot of Christians of what is rightfully this. A lot of Christians, we boast and rejoice in the fact that we are saved and we go to heaven. Glory be to Jesus. But until we go to heaven, we must fulfill assignments. The late Miles Moreau, he said something in one of his books. Very, very classic. He said, There are so many unsung songs in the cemetery. So many books that were never written in the cemetery. So many houses that were never built in the cemetery. So many visions that never saw accomplishment in the cemetery. What does it mean? There are so many people who died and never became what God wanted them to be and there are so many people sitting here sometimes you look at yourself and you can tell within you that I can be better than this have you ever felt like that before oh come on talk to me church uh, you know, don't, don't, don't force yourself if you think you are fine that's okay but I'm asking have you ever felt like that before that, that you know you could have been better than this you, you know you could have been greater than this you know you could have been bigger than this and somehow you don't know why why you are not where you think you should be I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every barrier of averageness I commanded to crash from your life. I said that barrier I commanded to crash out of your life. You shall be unstoppable in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody clap your hands and shout averageness is broken. So this thing called average ensures That people don't bring anything home. It makes sure that you don't, you don't, you won't bring anything home. Sometimes you are busy, 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 but the spirit of average will make sure that way. You won't bring anything home. You won't bring anything meaningful. So you go to school, you are there in school, you, you, some. your children sometimes jumping around school, school, paying school fees, everything. The enemy called average is looking at them. I remember when we were in the university, there was this guy who I was told had been on the university campus for six years. He's not doing medicine. You know, medical students, they stay on campus for is it six or seven years? Seven years. Yeah, He wasn't doing medicine. He was doing the normal degree. We are all gone there to do humanities. And this guy had stayed on campus you know why he would eat his fees. he would do and his parents thought he was a student but the school had graduated him out of the school but he was still hanging around so this one there are people who travel in family they travel you know Gone to Abidjan, something, and the devil is just looking. And sometimes you look at your life, you look at the stress you go through, you wake up at dawn, you go, you come back, and sometimes you now, nah, you know that all the struggling, I'm struggling, I won't bring anything home. Am I talking to somebody today? Come on, here, am I speaking to somebody today? But you see, something within you must rise and say that this barrier I will break it. I say Something within you must arise and say that this barrier, I will break it. Receive grace to break that barrier called average. I don't like your amen this morning. I said, receive grace to break that barrier called average. We break that barrier. The spirit of average is a barrier that can follow a person from childhood to the time you die. And sometimes in a family, everybody is the same. Everybody is the same. It is like when you marry and your husband earns thousand CDs a month, then it means that you are broken through. When you marry or, or when, <laughs> you know, it is it should be normal for a young lady or a young man to get married. But it is like when you marry, it is like, Charlie, that is a barrier. One time I was dealing with an issue where (laughs) a particular family, about seven of them, siblings, nobody works. Mokutuni. Seven, about seven or so. Yeah. Nobody is working. So I asked one of them that I was dealing with, I said, So how do you feed? And guess what? They were all in the family house. You know what they depended on their father's pension. Nobody works, and they were all there. Listen, if you allow the devil, he will disgrace you. You didn't hear him. I said, if you allow the devil, he will disgrace you in the name of Jesus Christ any spirit that have vowed that you will end up like the others in your family any demon, every power that have vowed that nothing good will come out of your life I speak over your destiny today I speak over your life today I speak into your spirit today that you will rise and break that power uh, if you said amen, I said you will rise and break that power amen. I prophesy over your life you shall be different in the name of Jesus Christ Somebody lift up your hand and shout, I will be different. Are you sure you'll be different? Somebody say, My children will be different. Are you sure of that? I can't hear you. Shout it again. And say, My children will be different. I'll be different. So the spirit of average gives you reasons to settle for less. It will give you a good reason why, oh, kids will be in charge. Settle has a spirit of average to give you a reason to settle for less and sometimes it even helps you to fight things that will promote your growth (laughs) sometimes the spirit of average will make you fight anybody who is trying to push you out of being average (laughs) you fight them I remember there was a pastor I was dealing with We've done everything to help his church succeed. The guy won't. It was difficult for him. So at a point, we have to take a certain decision. And this is a guy I took personal interest in. I will help him financially. Every I mean, every way possible you can think about. I will help him personally. I will help him. You know what brought the cameras back? (laughs) This same person went and told somebody that Bishop Ray doesn't like me. When I heard that one and I said, look, this one. I hear say This one I can't I can't go anymore. So I left him. When I left him after some time, then he now came back and said, Oh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't know what came upon him. Then I said, Oh, now it's late. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So sometimes some of you, no wonder it is only during fasting and prayer that you find all the excuses not to be around in church. The only at the time when some, there are times when you are in church and sometimes the Holy Ghost drops on you and you are looking for somebody to pray for the person and that day alone the person didn't show up you will not miss your miracle in the name of Jesus Christ so we did that and we spoke about the barrier called non-accomplishment the barrier called non-accomplishment, time will not permit me to you know so that is the second one the third one we talked about the barrier of distraction the barrier that destroys so this barrier destroys people it will waste potentials it will make people jobless like i was talking about that family that's a barrier of destruction which will turn you to a useless person this barrier sometimes manifests in sicknesses so suddenly there is a sickness that renders you powerless you are just (laughs) there All your dreams, all your vision, your hard work, and everything, pam, you're on the bed. You are sick. No cure. It's a barrier sometimes that manifests in strange attacks. Strange attacks you can't even explain. Attacks you can't explain. <laughs> a guy who, who fought ah, and bought a trotro that he was going to use it for a year. You know what happens to him? Sometimes he wake up in the morning. After he's packed in the night, he wake up in the morning when he wakes up in the morning, by the time he wakes up, the engine is hot. <laughs> this is not a joke. I'm not talking about it. It's a reality. One day, he, they said he woke up, and then when he, he went, I, <laughs> sometimes he went to a grenade. one time this guy woke up, he would spark the car, nothing was showing. When he checked, the engine of the car I told him. Yeah strange attacks. You see, it's funny. (laughs) Strange things. And then there's a barrier of disfavor. A barrier of disfavor. Now, you see, sometimes we've spoken about hard work in the course of the week. You know, every time, what I liked about some of the things Bishop Adongo said is most of the things he was saying are things I've been telling you. Work hard, find something to do and stuff like that. All right. Now, but sometimes when you lack disfavor or or when, when you are disfavored it becomes a major barrier in your life so there are people you work hard you excel at what you do you know your work very well you are skillful at what you do you just need one person to open a door for you and sometimes your whole life you can't find one person to open that door for you and that becomes a barrier you have all the ideas if i should call some of you young men here and ask you what you want to do some of you young ladies you'll be shocked the kind of ideas people have and there's some people with ideas here oh wave your hand at me you have ideas you have wonderful ideas and sometimes you know very well when you put your ideas on the paper you know that this one will make me a millionaire yeah but they remain ideas all you need sometimes is just one person to just open one door just one door for you, like that. You don't find. It's this favor. So everything is right, except favor. You've learned your skill. You've mastered everything. Listen, that is why, child of God, don't end up summing everything up in just physical things. No. You must understand that in this life. It is not just of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but it is of God that showeth mercy. I prophesy over your life may you encounter the mercy and the favor of God if your amen is the loudest you will encounter it before the end of this week <laughs> i said may you encounter the favor of God lift up your hand and shout favor 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 so this favor is a barrier this favor is a barrier there are some people, oh, you lack acceptance. You lack acceptance. Even at home, you don't have acceptance. Even your wife doesn't accept you. Your husband doesn't even accept you. Nobody accepts you. You lack acceptance. You are skillful, but there is no acceptance. Oh, what happened to the favor of God? And some, You know, the irony is that sometimes you walk with people and you know that this person can help me. Come, Nana, come. It's like, Nana is my friend. Nana is my friend. He knows I have a problem. He can help me. But somehow, I see him going to help all these gentlemen. How many of you have relatives like that? You know they can help you, but they are not helping you. (laughs) And sometimes, when they help others, then they come and tell you how good they've been to others. (laughs) Have you experienced that thing before? And you are wondering, what's wrong with you? Like you are helping others, why are you helping them? You don't help me, but you know, even though he's standing, come, come, please come again. So, even though we are standing very close, holding each other's hand, we could even be eating. But the definition of a barrier is that sometimes there are circumstances, there are events. So, we are eating together, we are standing like this. Physically, there is no distance, is that right? But spiritually, there could be a barrier. Why this guy? can't just help me you will experience the favor of god in the name of jesus christ please shout amen like you are the one god is speaking to i said you will experience the favor of god i prophesy over your life may your help come from above i said may your help come from above the person that holds the key to that door, I speak in the name of Jesus. By the time this fasting and prayer is over, when they sleep, they will not sleep. When they close their eyes, they can't sleep. When they try, they will dream about you. Because somehow, may God put a burden on their heart that until they help you, their rest will never come to them. I pray for you today. When you out of here, may favor locate you. I can't like, I don't like to amen. I said, May favor locate you. Somebody lift up your hand and shout, Favor! Favor. Sit so down quickly, turn to first, someone chapter 16, verse 19. First, Samuel 16, 19. Quick, 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 quick. Now, this talks about David. Later on, I will deal with David as one of the main subtopics. I'm going to deal with. But we see how David became king. In First Samuel chapter 16 from verse 1, we see how that God spoke to prophet Samuel. Go to the house of Jesse. Stop weeping over Saul. I've rejected him already. And then he goes there and then we see how all the drama unfolded. How that they lined up all of them and at the end of the day, David was anointed. In verse 19, go to verse 19, let me show you something. Chapter 16, verse 19. The Bible says, Wherefore, now this is after he was anointed. The Bible says that, Wherefore, Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. Send me David your son, not the one in the house Not the boys in the house, but there is one who smells like a sheep. Send him to me. Verse 20. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David his son unto Saul. So, you know why he did that? Those days you don't appear before a king empty handed. All right? And even now, you don't appear before any king empty handed. Mm Hmm? Verse 21. The Bible says, And David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him greatly. Some of us, what we need is for somebody to love us greatly. There is somebody within that business you do who is so ahead. That if he loved the day he decides to love you greatly. He will change your level. And he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. He picked a 17 year old boy to become his armor bearer. Uh-huh. And Saul. And Saul sent to Jesse. After he loved him he now sent to his father again. And said, him. let David, I pray thee, stand before me for he has found favor in my sight. so david broke barriers his father wasn't a king his grandfather wasn't a king nothing he had no business with the palace he was in the bush with the sheep and then somebody couldn't sleep and said that i need that boy in the palace and then he comes and say you'll be my armor bearer it means that that day somebody lost his job because the previous armor bearer had to vacate and find something else and do because david a man with favor has come he was young he, he probably didn't have the muscle, but he had the favor for it and then when he picked him with favor he said that now go and tell your father that i beg him your fa- father jesse let david move in other words let him move from your house and come and live inside my house why because he has found favor in my sight listen this was where things began to change i'm prophesying over your life. There are 52 of you here today. Before the end of this year, favor will change your story. Ah yada. I said favor will change your story. I I don't like your amen. I said favor will change your story. Lift up your hand, and shout favor! Change my story. Hallelujah. Please sit down. So The barrier of disfavor is real. Tomorrow, we will deal with that barrier. And this morning, we are going to have an anointing service. Quickly. We'll have a quick anointing service. But tomorrow, Tuesday, when you are coming to church, come with a point of contact of what you do. Because favor must find you. You can be anointed and favor will locate you. And listen, don't don't be saying things like, eh, eh, me, I don't care. Even if he doesn't like me, I don't care. It doesn't matter who likes me. It doesn't matter. Please, don't ever say those things in your life. Tell somebody, don't ever say that thing in your life. Yeah. There are things, don't when you have a problem, deal with it. Don't use your mouth to be saying things. In Perez Chapel, I have a presiding bishop who is over me. I have an archbishop who is over me. You can't be saying things, "Eh, even if they don't like me, I don't care. No. (laughs) Are you understanding what I'm talking about? David was somewhere. Somebody loved him. Somebody will love you. (laughs) Somebody shout that amen again. I said something in the course of the week. Please write it down if you are writing. The family you come from, Determines the throne you sit on. The family you come from. If you came from Delilah's family. Any man that sees you will run away. Hey, Delilah. As war. But if you came from a family called the family of Abraham. Everybody that sees you wants to associate with you. Two of us. And you must know where I come from. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage? Where do I come from? Is it an advantage? The good news is that even if where you come from is a disadvantage, you can turn it into an advantage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Badaka, daka, daka, yeah. The family you come from determines how you'll be treated by others. You may not like President Kufuado, but when you meet his family, you have to give them respect. Why? They are the first family of the land. You may not like ex-President Kufu. But when his sons, or when you meet his children, you must, you, 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 will, you will treat them well. In fact, if you are an immigration officer, and you are at the airport, you say you don't like um, President Kufuor. you say you don't like, you hate him. You can say anything you want to say. You don't like President Mahama. You don't like all these people. You can hate them in your heart. Right? But you're an immigration officer, and he's coming. By virtue of where he's coming from. When you see him, you stand. Yeah you do what? you salute you greet him <laughs> but you if somebody doesn't like you I don't want to see your face <laughs> may we leave an inheritance for our children that tomorrow when, somebody, when your children mention their name somewhere because of the family they come from may people help them in the name of Jesus Christ somebody say amen The family you come from determines how high or low you go in life. But quickly, let's look at Reuben. Oh my God, my time is up. Ah. right. I think that there have to be an adjustment there. Alright, so let's quickly look at the tribe of Reuben. quick one, the tribe of Reuben. The tribe of Reuben. Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 49 verse 3. Are we learning some Bible today? Are we together? What? Well, I'm boring you. I should close. Genesis 49, verse 3. My guys, are you listening to me? Yeah. The Bible says now this is when Jacob was blessing his, his sons before he dies. All right so in verse 1 he says gather yourselves unto me ye sons of Jacob and I shall tell you what shall befall thee in the last days and then he goes on and then in verse 3 he says Reuben you are my firstborn my might the beginning of my strength the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power unstable like water verse 4 he says Reuben you are unstable like water thou shall not excel Reuben he put a barrier on Reuben and said, Ruben, it shall not be well with you because thou went up to thy father's bed and defiled it. So Reuben committed a crime, a sin. He slept with his father's concubine and so he thought his father didn't see, it. he thought his father didn't know because when he did it, his father didn't say anything his father kept quiet sometimes fathers do things they may not say anything they just keep quiet but when it matters they will speak he says, Ruben <laughs> I remember one time in church there's a guy who was doing some dealings. he was doing something in this church and I knew what he was doing but I pretended I didn't know one day I called him and I said this, what about this thing? He said. then he lied nicely when he finished then he knew that I should pray for him after he lied to me I didn't say anything I still prayed for him <laughs> and when I was praying for him I was just looking and I was laughing Ole. <laughs> he says Robin you will not excel now let's fast forward quickly now when you read the book of numbers you notice that no yes the book of numbers when it was numbering all the tribes of israel it was counting them one by one you notice that the tribe of Reuben, their men were substantial but as they went on anytime they went to battle the tribe of Reuben, their men would die so when anytime they go to battle and they come back they will take census okay so Reuben, how many people did we go with the tribe of God, the tribe of so so and so, Naphtali, the tribe of this. How many did we go with? How many men? So they will count. Okay, we went with five. All the five are back. Or we went with ten. So so and so are back. We went with this. But anytime they took census, the tribe of Reuben, their men died more in battle than all the other tribes. And in Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6. Are you here? Moses being a spiritual man understood something and decided to pray and this was when Moses was praying for all the tribes it was like he was prophesying over them as as a spiritual father and laying new boundaries for them you can check all the prayers he prayed for the other tribes powerful prayers powerful prophetic statements but for the Reuben's tribe he couldn't say much all Moses could say was that he says let Reuben live and not die. And let not his men be few. says, God, I beg you, preserve this tribe. That is what Moses could say. Why? Because his father had prayed that, Reuben, you will not excel. Any pronouncements, whether you are aware or not aware, that is fighting your destiny, I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ, that it shall be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, it shall be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and shout. I break it in the name of Jesus. So Moses prayed and overturned the death that was occurring. And how that the number of the tribe of Reuben, they were decreasing. They were going down very fast. They were finishing very fast, very fast sometimes when life is taking a downward slope and you see that you are going down too quickly too quickly look rise up and do something to turn it around are you understanding what i'm talking about and sometimes it is not only what you heard with your ears sometimes your spirit must perceive it sometimes use the scriptures Because some people curse and you don't even see. You don't even know they've done it. But you know that there is something in this family that is making sure that nobody is doing well. So in the tribe of Reuben, we'll go to war. Why is it that it is only the tribe of Reuben that the arrows will target and find? Something was wrong. He says, oh God, let Reuben live and not die. And let not his men be few. Let not his men be few. You will not be few in the name of Jesus Christ. Please shout that amen like you are the one. I said you will not be few in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm. Now, after this one. This is this is the dangerous part. Listen to this one carefully. After this one. When they move down fought battles and then they now crossed over the Jordan where they were now going to possess the promised land then the tribe of Reuben came to their leaders and said that we beg you um, we don't like the promised land I'm going to show you it in the Bible the promised land we don't like it allow us to stay, we want to cross back over the Jordan again and stay there Reuben, unstable like water, you shall not excel. And Reuben took with him the tribe of God, the leaders of the tribe of God, and they came and made this presentation. Let's go to Numbers chapter 32. Let me show you the scripture quickly. Quickly sometimes when we are praying it is not that we don't have anything doing it is not we are lazy, we are not lazy I'm not a lazy man I'm not a lazy man Jessica, am I lazy? no, I'm not a lazy man I'm not a lazy man Yeah, but there are some things some things (laughs) degree cannot fight them there are things that masters, PhD can't fight them yeah There are some things, no matter how many concrete you carry, it can deliver you. There are some things, it must be dealt with spiritually. It it only takes spirit to deal with it, because they are spiritual. Look at it. Numbers chapter 32 verse 11. Now the children of Reuben, and the children Now the children of... Oh, verse 1. Sorry, sorry, go back to verse 1. Now the children of Reuben, and the children of God had a great multitude of cattle and when they saw the land of Jazer and the land and unto the princes of the congregation saying verse 3 ataro and dibon and jaza and nimrah and Heshbon and Iliah and Shebam and nebo and born even the country which The Lord smote before the congregation of Israel is the land for cattle, and thy servants have cattle. Therefore, they said, If we have found grace in thy sight, let us let this land be given unto thy servants for a possession. And bring us not over Jordan. Remember you in France Unity. Them. Why are done? And look at what Moses said. Look at what Moses said. And Moses said unto the children of God and the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war and ye shall sit here? Now, there's a particular thing I'm looking for. And wherefore discourage ye the hearts of all the children of Israel? from going over into the land which the Lord had given them. So, it's saying that, look, when you do this, you discourage the others from going into the land the Lord has given them. Meaning that this is not the land God has given them. Is that correct? All right. He says, verse 8, Thus did your fathers. This is what your fathers did. Now, when you read on, It talks about how the spies that went brought an evil report. He said it was your fathers who brought the evil report. So it means that those people who brought the evil report, they were not from all the tribes. It was two particular tribes. Time will not permit me to talk about God. But these tribes, they came back with an evil report and all their men had to die. Now, their children have grown up and their children are repeating the same thing their father's did. they said that look, (laughs) we don't want to go again. Don't go again. When there is a barrier and you don't deal with it, it will stop you. And when you don't deal with it, it will stop your children. sometimes you 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 say i I hate what my father did i hate the way my father i hate my father i hate the way my mother i hate but sometimes you look back and you look at everything happening in your life and it's like you are repeating the same thing your father did am i speaking to somebody here today come on talk to me talk to me am i speaking to somebody here today You say, no, hey, my mother. And meanwhile, the same thing your mother did is the same thing you are repeating. I lift up my hands for you. That yoke is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, that yoke is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Clap your hands and shout. I break that yoke. I break it. I break it. I break it. So the tribe of Reuben. They alone, they didn't cross over into the promised land. Why? Because their father said, Reuben, unstable like water. Reuben, you will not excel. Any barrier placed on your destiny to ensure you do not excel, that barrier is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll continue in the second service. I'll continue in the second service. But let me just leave you with this. You see, when you have to break barriers, you must sometimes, when you live, you must know that there are things you must break. Your efforts are pushing. You are not getting the results you deserve. You are doing everything. Sometimes you must spend time. Look at your neighbor and tell the person, spend time. Oh, look at somebody and tell the person, spend time. You must spend time praying for your destiny. I was telling those who came, I think on Wednesday or one of the days. I was telling you how the archbishop told us how many of you were here that day. I was telling you about the archbishop. Okay, how many of you are not here? Wave your hand at me. Let me see. <laughs> i joking, joking with something. But one day the archbishop told us something. He said, <clears throat> When you got born again, for about two three years. He would just be praying long hours. It was not like he had a particular prayer topic. He was just praying. He said, Every day, he had this bedding to just pray. Sometimes he would pray 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, non stop. So one day he said, He asked God, God, why? I've been praying, praying, praying. He said, God told him that all the prayers you were praying, you were just using it to clear the way. If you are clapping, hands clap it well. Listen, prayer is not laziness. <laughs> amen. Yeah. Now, some of you, I encourage you. I said, look, we start service at seven. Come at six o'clock. When you come, just come. When we come, we are just praying. Is that not what we do? Yeah, when we come. We just come. We are just praying. It looks like a waste of time. Sometimes that's how it looks like it's like we're wasting our time it's like (laughs) you wake up at dawn come to church Sunday too some of us wake up at dawn wake up at dawn when you are sleeping sometimes I don't have a prayer topic I'm just some some of those things you are just clearing the way Reuben had died many years his children were still repeating the same things Because the father spoke and said that you shall not excel. The father said you shall not excel. Anybody in your family that said you shall not excel. I decree you shall excel. I said you shall excel in the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody that said you wouldn't do well. I declare you will do well in the name of Jesus Christ. Anybody that said your children will not prosper. I prophesy our children will prosper. They will prosper in the name of jesus christ lift up your hand and shout we will do well yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but you, you see when we are going to break barriers there are physical dimensions to breaking barriers like pushing yourself to school doing work and all those things but you must understand that no matter the physical activity you do it must match your spiritual dimension else it is just a waste of time are you understand what i'm talking about that is why you must push through spiritually in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 17 Paul says, now unto the king eternal, immortal, invincible, the only wise and true God, be glory, honor forever. This charge I commit unto thee, San Timothy. My son Timothy, I'm giving you a charge that according to the prophecies that you have received by the prophecies, by the prophetic word that was given to you. By the prophetic word that was given to you that you will become a great man. So there are many people who have received prophecies and the prophecy, it will manifest because the way you are living your life it's like, <laughs> it's like you are just there. You are waiting for something to happen. But sometimes things will happen because you must make it happen. Are you understand what I'm talking about? He says that according to the prophecies he says you, verse 18 that's verse 18. He says this child I commit unto thee son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee that thou by them That you by them will or wage a good warfare. You must make a good warfare. Make a good warfare. Do war. And he wasn't talking about physical war. Understand. You see in the Old Testament. They didn't have the concept of spiritual warfare. So all their warfares were physical. Few times you see concepts of spiritual warfare in the Old Testament. But majorly the Old Testament was physical battles. But the New Testament. You don't see physical battles. But Timothy, it won't just happen. You must war. So take advantage. This week we are finishing our fasting and prayer. I beg you, don't sit at home. I dare you, come and pray. I, if somebody understand what I'm talking about? If you fast this week, you won't die. You, will, I tell you, you won't die. Kai, I say you won't die. Tell somebody if you fast, you won't die. Yeah. There are times this week I've gone a number of times, number of days without any cooked food. Not eating anything proper. No. And that's not my concern. That's what, when I break through. Anything I want to eat, I'll eat it. Is <laughs> somebody understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. But there are barriers to be broken. There are barriers to be broken. Rubin Aqua Wakosa. He had lost more men than all the other tribes. Yet promised land. Give it to the others. Me, I will stay here. Why because I have sheep, but why would you think of your sheep before your life? You see, priority, yeah. And there are some of you like that. You think of your business before your life, you think of your car before your life. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you see that place you see there are some potholes there and when I pass my car passes inside the potholes my, my tires will be dirty my, my tires <laughs> I'm joking with something when bring the oil let me bless the oil Father I bless this as we anoint ourselves today let grace abound. Lord, do a miracle in our lives. The oil for favor. Let favor be our portion. Let favor be our portion. Let favor be our portion. In Jesus' name. I'll send it around. When we finish, I'll pray for those of you who have bottles. Just sit down. Just sit down. Yeah. yeah. And just anoint yourself. Touch it and just anoint yourself. Yeah. That God will come through for us. ayim alabaza dabaya pa tola ma ada bashada bayakatakaya science has been broken barriers must break barriers must break barriers must break anyong kwa na ebo hiamao no 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 robin What are you doing to yourself? What are you doing to your family? What are you doing to your life? Something must shift. Something must shift. The atmosphere must shift. Change. Must be broken. Seeing the atmosphere shifts. Atmosphere shifts. If you have anointed yourself, pray. Just talk to God. Talk to God. That this last week of the fasting and prayer, my father, Give me the grace to break that barrier, break that family barrier, break that spiritual barrier, break the barrier of disfavor, break the barrier of dishonor, break the barrier of stagnation, break the barrier of non-accomplishment, break the barrier, break the barrier, break the barrier of average, break it. It's a barrier that must be broken. It's a barrier that must be broken. Come on, just pray. If you have anointed yourself, pray. Just tell God. Tell God, I receive grace to break the barrier. I receive grace to break the barrier. You are always sick. You are always sick. It is a barrier. The barrier of sickness must break from your life Every day there is trouble, every day there is a problem, every day something is happening, every day something is on the reverse. The devil is a liar. I lift up my hands unto God and I pray that the God of my Father will visit me and visit this house. Let the barrier break. We stand against barriers, we stand against evil barriers, we stand against demonic barriers, we stand against. Strongholds, we stand against the barriers of evil, we stand against the barriers of dishonor and disfavor, and we declare the barriers must break. Yes, yes, atmosphere shift, 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 shift now. have the children been anointed have the children been anointed is somebody going to anoint their children alright if you came with your own oil please lift it up oh Jesus I feel something here listen the second service is going to be a very terrible one it's going to be a very very brutal one I feel it 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 Lift up your oil. Father, I bless these bottles as a point of contact for the use of your people. Anywhere it is applied, let your glory manifest. Let your power manifest. Come through for your people. Break yokes. Break chains. Bring deliverance. Bring healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name please if you have any envelope you took in the course of the week and yesterday i gave you some envelopes if yours is here quickly pick it come and drop it on the altar come and drop it on the altar the bc candidates if you're here, I'm going to pray for you before we leave. Come on, Lord. Everybody, take out your second offering. Take out your second offering. Take out your second offering. Change me. Holy Spirit, come. Lift up, Lift up your offering. Lift up your offering. Lift up your offering. Father, I bless the seed. I ask for hundredfold returns and more. This week, break financial barriers for your people. Let money come into the hands of your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's go to the same song. If you are writing BEC come forward if you are writing BEC or your child is writing BEC come forward if you are writing BEC or your child is writing BEC please come forward forehead. Father, thank you for these precious ones. Lord, as they present themselves to write these exams, I ask that your name will be glorified. We receive excellence. We download for them from the realms of their spirits excellence on every side and in every subject in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the spirit of fear. We bind the spirit of intimidation. We ask that God, whatever they've learned, let it be reproduced in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, that they have found favor before you and before men. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Go and excel. Let's see the announcement.